Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast recorded June 30th, 2022. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Today in the podcast, our thoughts on a few additional questions we've been getting from equity investors in our recent travels across the U.S., a topic we also explored in our last podcast. Three big new things you need to know. First, equity investors have been asking whether inflation has been good for stocks and earnings. We think it has and view moderating inflation as more of a headwind in the outlook for stocks than many investors may realize. Second, a number have asked our opinion on the low-quality trade. We've reminded investors that low quality tends to outperform after the market has found its mid-recession bottom. We'd expect the same this time around for a short period of time. And third, a number have asked if we could dig deeper on our sector recession playbook analysis, and we've replicated it for the 24 industry groups. Areas that tend to outperform during recessions, as well as the broader market drawdown and rebound phases, include commercial and professional services, consumer services, materials, retailing, and transports. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and other major providers. Now let's get into the details. Starting with takeaway number one, we think inflation has actually been more good than bad for stocks. The question of whether inflation has been good or bad for the stock market, particularly from an earnings perspective, is probably the most interesting question we've gotten recently. Our take, we do think inflation has been good for the stock market and see potential for inflation to moderate from here as a headwind that should be factored in. In terms of earnings specifically, we see two clear ways inflation has been good for stocks. First, S&P 500 revenues have been highly correlated with trends in CPI over time, with a correlation that's actually been a tiny bit higher than what we see for GDP. Second, we've generally found that inflation-based indicators like copper have been positively correlated with trends in margins. Have higher commodities and input costs been a pressure on margins? Absolutely. But what our back testing and modeling tells us matters even more is the health of the cycle, and strong commodities inflation, at least until recently, have generally reflected that strength. In the inflation conversation, we've also pointed out that over time, there's been a close relationship between the rate of inflation and equity ownership trends by U.S. households. When inflation has been ramping, equity ownership has tended to increase. Even though moderating inflation trends should admittedly provide some relief to P.E. compression, we think that a moderation of inflation could pose more of a problem for the stock market in 2023 than many investors realize if moderating inflation does indeed materialize. Moving on to takeaway number two, we'd expect low quality to work well after a bottom in stocks is established for at least a short period of time. Most of the investors we've been speaking with have cleaned up their portfolios, trimmed positions, and have become more concentrated in higher quality names, leaving many feeling like they're in a good position to weather whatever storm is coming. In this context, the big risk to their portfolios is not if the stock market keeps falling, but if a bottom is established and a rebound takes hold. In this context, with this background, they've been asking us about the fate of low-quality stocks. We think this question is coming up because low quality perked up in June on a few factors, most noticeably within the Russell 2000 universe, and this was seen last month after a fairly long stretch of high-quality leadership. We've reminded investors that low-quality stocks tend to outperform coming out of recessions after the stock market finds its mid-recession bottom, and we don't think things will be any different this time around. 
But we've also been emphasizing that we think a low-quality bounce in the market coming off a broader bottom may be more short-lived than usual, as we expect the economic backdrop to be somewhat sluggish in a recovery from the possible upcoming recession and rife with uncertainty given a lack of stimulus from the Fed in D.C. That's usually a backdrop in which higher quality works better. Wrapping up with takeaway number three, the historical recession playbook for the 24 industry groups was quite fascinating. We've spent a lot of time over the past few weeks highlighting our work showing how different sectors within the S&P 500 and S&P 600 tend to perform relative to the broad market during recessions and in market drawdown and rebound phases within recessions. A number of investors have asked us to dig a bit deeper and take a look at the takeaways by industries. Methodology changes over the years make that a very challenging exercise for GICS Level 3 industries, but we were able to replicate our analysis for the 24 GICS Level 2 industry groups using the S&P 1500 universe, which reflects the actions of both large cap and higher quality small cap stocks. After we ran through all the numbers, two things caught our eye. First, areas that tend to outperform during recessions, as well as the broader market drawdown and rebound phases, include commercial and professional services, consumer services, materials, retailing, and transportation. Second, Autos and components, banks, cap goods, diversified financials, insurance, media and entertainment, real estate, semi and semi equipment, software and services, and tech hardware and equipment all tend to underperform in the broader market drawdown phases, but then outperform in the rebound phases. History is unlikely to repeat exactly this time around, but it's still a useful place to start when thinking about next moves. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check out our sister podcast, RBC's Industries in Motion, for additional thoughts on specific sectors from RBC's team of equity analysts. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.